Watch Your Mouth Podcast, a podcast about phrase etymology and why we say the things we say. I'm Milo. And I'm Dave. He's my dad. And she is my daughter. That's how that works. It is. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, it's been it a It has been a long time since we've recorded. Not that long since we've released an episode, but uh, we had a bit of a delay over the holidays with recording, yeah. but it's good to be back in studio recording and making the magic happen. Yes, we are. And we are trying something <laughs> new today. So we're hoping that you're able to notice the sound quality. Uh, hopefully it's a little improved. Yeah, we're experimenting with some different sound stuff. As you probably know, we're very new to this, despite Yay. being a year into it. But we're doing our best. We are trucking through. And we appreciate yes. you sticking through with us through this learning journey, because what is this podcast mm-hmm. about if not learning? That's right, 100%. <laughs> and today, I regret to inform you that we will be learning about uh, some topics that may be described as blue. Oh, dear. <laughs> we should do a we should do a podcast as to why certain topics are described as blue. It is a very where, strange where yes, because I'm not talking about the color blue. I'm talking about the right. off color blue. <laughs> oh. See what I did there? I I did. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah. yes, as frequent listeners will know, I don't stray away from blue topics for long. I feel like every three months or so, there has to be one that I do to make my dad uncomfortable. And today (laughs) is that day. Uh, Uh, I can't wait. (laughs) So without any further ado, we are talking today about euphemistic language, specifically euphemistic language around the bathroom, which in and of itself is a euphemistic word if you think about it, because uh, most not most, but plenty of bathrooms, what we would call bathrooms, don't have a bath in them. They are the place where the toilet is kept. Yeah, that's right. It's like, it's, it's like <laughs> what's the deal about bathrooms? I can't believe Why do we call them bathrooms when none, none of them have a bath? Is that that's an actual Seinfeld. Seinfeld bit? No. Oh, no, okay. It's, it's, it's I impromptu. It. <laughs> yeah. What's the deal about bathrooms? Sorry. Well, and as we'll as we'll find out, we'll kind of go into it. There's so many different words for bathrooms, and none of them actually describe the thing itself necessarily. But that mm. we'll kind of touch on that at the wrap up in the end. But okay. first, let's talk a little bit about the different kinds because there are so 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 many. So when you refer to the bathroom or the place where the toilet is, what words do you use? I just, I would say always bathroom. Um, I think if I'm being silly, I would say maybe the, the lavatory uh-huh. in um, the water closet. I don't think I've ever referred to it as that, but I know that that's kind of a British thing. That's actually thing? lots of places in the world. We'll get there. Really? Okay. Uh-huh. I don't, I just always call it the bathroom, although I very, I don't bathe very frequently. I shower, I shower uh, people. I'm not like Ashton <laughs> Kutcher. I do shower regularly, but I don't almost, I almost never take a bath. I think in modern times, 
It's funny because bathroom, I think, is the most commonly used word for it in the U.S., or at least in the Midwest where we're from. But bath is prob- the bath is probably the least used part of the bathroom in the modern age. Most people take showers uh, yeah. and use the toilet. Not for <laughs> cleaning purposes, but... Although the dogs will use it as a drinking fountain. They sure, they sure will, as will my cat. They're just like, hey, here's water, and I'm thirsty, so I don't yep. see a problem here. Let's go for it. It doesn't. I'm like, does it not bother you that it smells of urine and and feces? And they're like, no, no, we're good. I'm thirsty. There's available water. What are you gonna do? I mean, they're creatures who socially will smell each other's butts, so I don't think that the smell and or taste of hmm. excretory things will bother them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, yeah. so not to get too blue on that, and I'll try not to stray too far into it. There will be talk of a little bit of profanity today, but nothing too out there. We've, we've done worse before. Uh, okay. But do you have a favorite, like, euphemistic word for the bathroom? Because there's a lot of silly ones. There's a lot of, like, idiom, weird uh, ways to refer to the bathroom. I I, I don't really. I, was, I have more... Um, uh, different words for vomiting into the <laughs> toilet. Uh, into I had the toilet specifically? Yeah, like, you know, talking on the porcelain phone, calling your friend Ralph. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of different euphemisms for vomiting. But for bathroom, I don't... Well, how about you? That That's very interesting. I don't think I could have called to mind any particular you're not even a drinker why do you know so many words for throwing up in the bathroom i don't know being a guy who likes to pretend he's funny and and people know that i like to try to be funny um people then think that i am attracted to um bathroom humor and and they're like oh dave will think this is funny here's a joke about something blue or something bodily functions and you know how i feel about that type of humor i don't think it's very funny often it is it is not your thing but i I just run across stuff and that and it kind of stuck with me so that's i don't i've never vomited from being drunk i've never been drunk so yeah that's true story i'm not making the only the only vomit in the toilet euphemism i could think of and i'm sorry this is gross um is hugging the toilet or Um, blowing chunks yeah which Mm -hmm is very evocative that's right up there for me with like biting the curb where you like hear those words and it just like it's just so visceral like you can just feel it i hate it so much yeah like a curb stomp yeah yeah Uh, i know that's always like the thing that gets me the worst and the nails pulling out anyway we're going in a lot of gross directions today (laughs) what's happening here i don't this isn't where i expected things to go but on the topic of unpleasant things do you know of any euphemisms for the bathroom that you specifically don't like uh i don't like you know like the national lampoon christmas vacation kind of you know the the uncle eddie or whatever cousin eddie is emptying he's emptying out the crapper or something like that i just Mm -hmm. never really I don't know. I don't. But you know, I don't really like. I don't like calling it the shitter. I don't. Right. I, I don't know. I don't. <gasps> My dad said shit. You guys. No, I said shitter. That's different. Uh-huh. Oh, is it okay? It's it's okay. <laughs> I'm, I've I'm never liked it when people will say like the little girl's room or something like that. I hate that. Oh, oh yeah. It's yeah. so weird. Yeah, it is because it's like. You know, and then people have a lot of different euphemisms for actually going to the bathroom. And yes. and when you have little kids, what do you usually say to a little kid who has to go to the bathroom? Do the you potty. have to go? The potty. 
which I More don't know where that one comes from. Uh, I, I, I did not so much look into the act of using the restroom so much as I looked into words for the restroom itself. Oh, oh uh, I don't, I don't, I don't like it when they call the toilet the pot. Yes, I'm gonna go sit on the pot. I'm like, no, <laughs> pots are for food. This is toilets where the food comes out. I mean, chamber pots were a thing for a long, 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 long time. So for sure, yeah, you're I not... just don't like it. Yep, fair. No, it's not an image. I'm glad we no longer have those, or at least most people don't. Right. No. But... Bad. That's a bad job to have. Well, as I was looking through the wide, wide, wide world of bathroom words uh, and euphemisms, I did come across so many of them that were so weird across many different languages and such that I thought, you know what? This is a great opportunity uh oh, my dad's shaking his head. He knows. <laughs> For a quiz. Well, oh boy, here we go. Here we da, go. Da, da, so da, 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 I have da. compiled a mighty list of both real and fake euphemisms for the bathroom coming okay. from different cultures all around the world. If they're originally from a different language, they are translated as best they can. And mm -hmm. I'll tell you the country of origin uh, once you guess. Okay. So are you ready? Well, and, and, and just listeners, you can play along at home. So, oh, you know, yeah, you can, and you'll, you'll probably do better than me, but, you know, keep <laughs> score. Let us know how you do. All right. Let's you don't go. think you're going to do well on this one? No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, let's get started. Lightning round. Okay. Ready? Am I just guessing whether they're real or fake? Yes. Okay. 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 Ready. Out the, out the gate. Uh, honey bucket. Oh, true. Correct. Bog. What? Bog. B-O-G, bog. True. Yes. The little corner. False. Incorrect. That is French. Uh, that is a French uh, euphemism. Water closet. True. Earth closet. True. Yes. Fire closet. False. Air closet. False. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I couldn't resist. The barrel. True. False. Comfort. True. Yes. The littlest house. True? Yes, that's German. Shit palace. False. That's you. True. That's so you. True. No, come on. It is. That's a, that's a bad band name. The porcelain place. False. Correct. My neighbor. What? My neighbor. True. Yes, it's Romanian. Politeness. Okay. True. Yes, Syrian Arabic. Hand woven basket. What? False. Hand well yeah, good job. No, false. <laughs> What's wrong with you? True. Yes, that's Hebrew. Rat resort. True? Yes. Lily of the Valley. True. Yes, check. Uh, the good place. False. True. Lithuanian. Oh, come on. Zero, zero. True. Yes, Turkish. Snow concealment. True? Yes, Japanese. And then to finish, Hotel of Relief. False. Incorrect. I just told you it was Finnish. <laughs> oh, we finished it. Huh? Uh, I was pretty proud of that oh, one when I was writing it down. Just, 
we just lost listeners right there. there yeah, there you go. I think you did pretty good. You got probably like seventy-five percent of those. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. I did okay. But boy, there's some upsetting crappy. ones in there, huh? Oh no! Speaking of upsetting, uh, but honey bucket, really, honey bucket. Have you seen? Of course, when you're 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 a fairly young person compared to me, um, which is how father daughter relationship should work, right? Uh-huh. I mean, you should be younger than me. Barring um, some time travel shenanigans. Yeah, time travel shenanigans, which, as far as we know, there aren't of in our family. Anyway, um, back when I was younger, there wasn't sewers. You didn't have the sewage line. You had you had septic tanks. Oh, and yes. You had to have you had to come have someone come, and of course, they'll still exist in many areas. Um, but someone had to clean, come and clean out the septic tank, and they commonly referred to that as the honey bucket. Yes, and the with a sump pump or whatever. Yeah. We we have explored many different words, but of course there are more. Those were just kind of some of the more lesser known out there ones, but there's a lot more common ones that have more easily traceable roots that I kind of wanted to look into. Such as one that always really, really confused me, the head. Yeah, oh yeah, Don't that's like a naval that. term. A naval it is, term, right? good job. Yeah. Do yeah. you know why it's a naval term? It's usually at the head of the ship? Yes. Yep, so the sailors, before the time of actually having bathrooms on ships, they would go up to the head of the ship. Since ships go in direction with wind behind them, they would go to the front of the ship, so then they could pee into the wind rather than against it. Uh, And so they would pee off the front of the ship, and so that was going to the head, which we still say to this day. Wait a minute. If you're going at the front of the ship and you're moving into the wind, aren't you peeing into the wind? Wouldn't you want to pee off the back the of the ship, boat? The sh- they're not that fast. So, no, the wind is coming up mm. behind the boat because that's how you fill the sails and get the ship to go forward. Oh, you're right. Oh, that's yeah. true. Of course, of course. How stupid am I? <laughs> we just lost all our sailing listeners. They're like, this guy's so dumb. Yeah, they're sitting up there in the crow's nest and they just chucked their phone off of the, off the mast <laughs> into yeah. the ocean uh, below. That's a bad choice. They should not have done that. <laughs> not going to get that back, but the mermaids will enjoy it. No. So, how about the loo? Do you have a guess about the loo? I don't. I, I've certainly heard that phrase before, but mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not sure why they would call it the loo unless it's from a different language. And it's you know, obviously, it's probably an Ooh. abbreviation for something. Good guess. So, hard to say. So, this one is a little bit contentious. So, it could be navel. Um, because there's mm. leeward, which can also be leeward, which is the front of the boat. So it could mm-hmm. just be the same thing where you're going to the loo, you're going leeward. That one seems weird to me because Lee and Lou are completely different sounding. But yeah. eh. Uh, eh? And then the other one is that it derives from the term gardilou, which is a corruption of the French of a French phrase, which is garde le, uh, which is watch out for the water which is said to be what people would shout as they chucked their chamber pot contents out of the window onto the street. So, uh, unpleasant. Yeah, they, used to, they used to call that night soil. Have yes. you heard that term, night I soil? Have. Yeah. Which yeah, sounds kind of a lot more like ages. romantic and like fey than it is. <laughs> no, it's <But> poop. <laughs> it's poop. Just poop. It's poop. But yeah. I don't know if I like that because that's not actually going to the bathroom. That's just discarding your waste. Right. But I do think, since I've said it now, I do think it's funny that we say going to the bathroom even when there's not what we think of as a bathroom involved. Because going to the bathroom is a verb that's completely outside of the actual room also. Like you can say that like your dog went to the bathroom on the rug. 
Right. Which is such a funny little switch around of uh, we don't think about what those words are actually meaning because they've so wholly just taken on a different role. Yeah. Yeah. That is weird. I hadn't thought of that before. (laughs) The dog went to the bathroom on the rug and no one's like, he didn't go into the bathroom. What are you talking about? Uh Literally, it makes no sense. Yes. And I mean, like when I've dog sat for people like if the dog is whining you go like oh do you need to go to the bathroom like no they, they need to go outside but they have to go potty exactly oh I, I don't like that word yeah i don't either it's not great it, no, it is interesting to me how we feel the need to like and we'll talk about like i said again later about it but using euphemisms around so many things especially with kids is so weird to me because mm. why mm-hmm. is potty a more approachable better word than toilet i don't yeah. No. That's good. You're a parent. I don't know either. What did we... you give us word-wise? Do you have to take a dump? Do you need to defecate, small child? <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot to tell you. My, uh, my dad was a drill sergeant in my early childhood. <laughs> yes, but only in the family, not for real. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, not, in any, uh, not in any actually service or any armed forces. No, that's not true. Um, we just said you had to go potty. Do you have to go to the bathroom? Do you have to go? Do you have to? Real little. You, almost everyone says it's ubiquitous. Is people are like, do you have to go potty? Uh huh. And they it's, say, uh huh. No, oh, I no. want to keep playing. I don't like children. <laughs> it's upsetting to me. Yeah, you used to be one. So I know. I try not to think about it. <laughs> I know. I know. That's actually. This is a slight sidetrack, but. Why not? It's our podcast. Did you like no, being a kid want. when you were a kid? Were you one of the people who like couldn't wait to grow up or were you? No, I wanted to stay a child. Yeah, I, did I you? loved being a kid. Yeah, 100%. Did not want to grow up. Still don't. But <laughs> that explains I, a lot. I, I, you never did. <laughs> no. And I, I just, I didn't understand like the people who, I understand the independence and stuff. There's so much more responsibility, and I could spend so much of my day playing, which mm-hmm. is all I wanted to do, and it's all I want to do now. Yeah, like this to me, this is playing, making a podcast. It's just, it's just fun. I make, yeah, we make it because we want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody is yeah. holding a gun to our heads. <laughs> if if they did, no. they would have very strange motivations that I did not understand. <laughs> Keep making a podcast, but no one's <laughs> listening. I don't care. Just keep going. Do it. So let's go on to one of my favorite euphemisms. Mm. Uh, This is not one that I use. It just strikes me with some whimsy that I enjoy, which is nature calls. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's... It's just so funny. And then as I was looking into the roots of it, some one of the sites actually noted that there's an older form, which is nature beckons, which is incredible. It sounds like you're being lured into the woods by a magic squirrel. <laughs> and I just... A magic squirrel. A magic squirrel. squirrel. Nature beckons. It's coming. <laughs> hey, hey, come over here. Come into the woods. <laughs> I don't think I would follow that squirrel if that was the voice. I don't... Well, I don't think you should ta- follow a talking squirrel anywhere, I, actually. I think you should... I was raised on so many fantasy novels that if any animal started talking to me, I'm like all in. I'm just like, yes, all I've ever wanted is a magical quest down in Narnia. Let's go, no, Mr. Tumnus. It's all, all that you would have said, an animal talks to you and you're like, well, it's about time. Yeah, I think that I've would legitimately be my so reaction. I'd just be like, finally, yeah. my life is starting. Sheesh. Yeah, yeah, that's right. 
So nature's beckoning, it's calling. Nature's beckoning or calling. Uh, there's an early example. We have mm. some text uh, from a novel from 1761 called The Life and Opinions of Tristram Shandy. <laughs> is specifically I love, I like the full that. title. The Life and Opinions of Tristram Shandy. It's so hard to say, gentlemen. I'm going to take it one more time. Yeah, gentlemen's a tough word. The Life and Opinions of Tristram Shandy. Gentlemen. Okay. It's so I like it. good. So I have no idea what accent to read this in. The, uh, the author's name was Lawrence Stern. I think it was British. Hard to say. So I'm just going to read it with no accent because I don't know. Show me a city so macerated with expectation, who neither eat, or drank, or slept, or prayed, or hearkened to the calls of either religion or nature, for seven and twenty days together, who could have held out one day longer. So they're not, they're, they're not pooping for 27 That's, days. Hey, I know people who've done that. <laughs> Shush you. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. It's not comfortable. Yeah, no, it's a bad time. Chronic constipation is yeah. a real bitch. It causes more problems than people think. You need to poop, yeah. guys. Don't forget to do that. Yeah. And if you can't, go talk to somebody about it. If you stop eating, though, you will stop pooping. Uh, yes, and then you'll stop a lot of other things, too. <laughs> like, like living. <laughs> well, you know, what about you're not a breatharian, apparently. I am not. I, you know, I respect a good grift on a certain level, but when it gets to some <laughs> point, it's like, you're killing people. Please stop doing that. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Yeah. So you mentioned before that you had some fondness for the word lavatory. Yes. Do you know what the root of that word is? No. Because it's <laughs> French. Don't let your oh, wife well, know. Course. There's so many well, of these that are French rooted, by the way. I don't know if you've noticed so far, but there's already been a couple that are rooted in French, yeah. and we're just going to keep on going down that path. I don't know why the okay. French are famous for their bathrooms. but Well, I think it's because they were so obsessed with being polite, and, uh -huh. and they came up with a lot of Western manners that are still used as far as place settings and, and different things like that. Maybe they just had to have all these euphemisms for something that doesn't seem very polite. Could be. Hard that's to my, say. That's my theory. Yeah. But if if the chucking the chamber pots out of the window and yelling, I guess that is polite to yell. It's yeah. better than not doing it at all. Right. But... Just, or waiting for people to come by so you can nail them. <laughs> you know people did that. Oh, yeah. That's, I think, featured in the movie Klaus, which I saw recently over the holidays. Good oh, movie. It was I didn't cute. Know that. Okay. Uh, but no, lavatory is derived from the French word lave, which is to wash. So it literally just means washroom. Oh, I think that Spanish is lavar. I believe the verb lavar is I to wash. I think that's it. I am not a yeah, Spanish speaker. I'm not either, but I took two years in high school. Look at you go. That was just a little while back, right? Well, if you if you compare it to the life of America, for instance, it's not that long. That is true, and that's how I try to measure all time is just in the grand scheme of American history, because that's when should. time started, right? Yeah, for for yeah, that's right. T time that mattered, anyway. <laughs> just kidding. Gosh, people. we're kidding. We have lots of lovely uh, and worthy and valid international listeners who we appreciate. Hi, Jane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. 
So uh, lavatory kind of kicks off this whole genre of bathroom words that have to do with washing up. So you have lavatory, you have washroom, you have bathroom, you have water closets, uh, which is often, especially in Europe, shortened to WC. Uh, that's mm-hmm. used in France, the Netherlands, Germany, Mexico. It's just a very common signifier. And that's just all around this idea of you're doing it very politely. In a lot of countries, too, in Europe, when you are asking someone where the bathroom is, instead of asking where the bathroom is, you say, where can I wash my hands? Oh. Which is very polite, I think. It is, because you can just say, you know, hey, there's something, there's some grumbling down under, and it, I need to go oh, no. go to the bathroom quickly. I need to, because otherwise there's going to be a problem, and you, no one wants that. They're just like, excuse me, I need to wash my hands. Grumbling in better. the land down under. Anyway, uh, <laughs> how okay, about right. the euphemism John? Oh, I got to go to the John. Absolutely. I forgot about that one. It's kind of an older one. It is an older one. Some may say that it's as old as the flush toilet itself, which is, leads oh. us to kind of our fun little peek into history, which is just a little snapshot. I feel like this, this episode is just a bunch of little snapshots. We're going around all over the place, but I yeah, like yeah. it. So the John is primarily used in America to describe the toilet specifically, not necessarily the whole room mm. of a bathroom, but the toilet. Uh, and that is speculated to be because of a particular man named John Harrington. Oh, good job, John. Yeah, I know. It's that's a that's quite a legacy. So, in the 1500s, there was a man called John Harrington in England who was a one of the many 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 godsons of Queen Elizabeth. Oh. He was a poet, but not a very good one. He specifically <laughs> like liked to write really saucy, inappropriate limericks. So much to the point I wanted you to say that with an English accent, the saucy lyrics. Saucy lyrics. Very good. Thank you. (laughs) But he wrote so many of these and had such like a reputation that he was known as the Queen's saucy godson, which I just thought was fun. He was also an inventor, however. And while he was in exile in the 1590s, he built a really early form of a flush toilet. It wasn't the first one in history, but it was kind of the first recognized as a modern flush toilet with like the handle and everything. That actually was one of the main things that got him out of exile. The queen like visited and was like, oh, this is really cool. I want one. You can come back, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so he good got for, to come back and continue to tell his uh. risque stories. Uh, but his first ever toilet had a name, which I thought was interesting. Really? He, he okay. named it Ajax. Why? Ajax? No idea. Is it like a, do you know the, the origin of the name Ajax? Isn't that Greek? It is Greek. It's a Greek mythological hero. Ajax the Great. I thought so. Oh, but nice. So people speculate that because of Kit Harrington, or oh my gosh, Kit Harrington, that's Game of Thrones. So people- <laughs> <laughs> and the movie Eternals. Didn't see it. So people speculate that John Harrington is why we still call it the John. But there's a problem here in that he was an Englishman and mm. nobody calls it the John in England from what I could find. This is only an American phrase, so it doesn't really make sense. But the only other explanation I found was that there was slang for toilet that was Jake's, which came from Cockney, uh, Cockney slang, not rhyming slang, but just Cockney slang. But again, we're mm. in England. If it's corrupted from right. the Cockney term, why is it John here in America. So couldn't find a good answer on that one. John remains a mystery. But 
John Harrington is the predecessor to the more commonly quoted inventor of the toilet, Thomas Crapper. Yes. <laughs> who people Crapper. love to float that fact out. Not true. Oh. He was a real guy. He was a uh, plumber who did invent some like new patents for how to work piping, mm -hmm. but he was not uh, the inventor of the toilet. Sadly. But he did have a great name. Yeah, absolutely. I used to deliver uh, newspapers back in the day, and one of my customers' last name was Crapful. <laughs> Crap. That's... That's a bummer. It was it was like C R A P F L or something, and I don't know. We just thought it was really funny. I had a there was a teacher at one of my middle schools named Mrs. Bitchno, which of <laughs> yeah, course middle school that. children were delighted yeah. by. I, one of the better names I've ever come across, and I may have mentioned it on the podcast in an earlier episode, was uh, the guy's name was uh, Sam Shitting Slow. That was literally his last name. You should not have told me that uh, right as I was taking a sip of water. We were yeah, inches away from a spit take. Uh, I would have loved it. And uh, yeah, I was like, how was junior high for you, buddy? How'd that go? That's a bad time. At, at that point, yeah, you just change agree. it. Like, just. I mean, come on. It's not that hard. Yep. It's right? depends on where you live, but. Well, okay. <laughs> so as I was going through all this. I saw several sites making a really good point, which is all of these are euphemisms talking around this concept. What's the word for the thing itself? They're all filling in this space around a thing that isn't there. Like, what is a word right. for the thing itself that's not a euphemism? And in my head, I was like, oh, toilet. Uh, uh, uh. Toilet is a word for mm -hmm. a washcloth for cleaning up from the French, from toilette. Oh, Right. So there's nothing there. It's just an abyss. It's the hole that the flush goes down in. There's nothing there, which is fascinating to me. The fact that so many euphemisms have built up over time. We've never confronted this thing directly. We're always talking about the things around it. Yeah. Well, I mean, but you're talking about the actual act of getting waste out of your body. Is that what you're talking about? There's, there's words Not, for that. Yes, there are certainly words for that. They're, uh, well, obviously, right. Yes, but they're not... There's no word for that room that directly oh, confronts... Oh, you're talking about the whole room. Yes, I'm, I'm talking about the concept of the room that confronts the nature of the room without kind of obfuscating it or going in the opposite direction with what we call a dysphemism. Which is where you go exceptionally crude on purpose, which is something like crapper oh. or, you know, the shit house. Carol had a Carol had a distant. What did you say that? <laughs> Dysphemism. Just a what? Dysphemism? Dysphemism. Dysphemism. She had one of those removed from her toe a couple of weeks ago. She had a dysphemism. <laughs> it was a little growth. It's gone now. No. Nope. But anyway. So no, you're right. You could say, what if we called it the the WEM, the waste elimination uh, or word? W-E-R, Waste Elimination Room. See, that would be more confronting to Whoa. the point. We don't have a word like that in English, and it seems like not in very many other languages either. Most of them translate to be something like bathroom or restroom. Nobody wants to talk yeah. about it, which is fascinating to me. Or if they are going to talk about it, they just go overboard into the crude with a dysphemism. Uh, so I kind of wanted to talk about this contrast of like euphemism and dysphemism, these two aspects of how we're able to talk about things that are seen as unfavorable. So euphemism mm. is from the Greek, uh, and it means uh, words of good omen. Oh. Or it can actually 
allude to, or it used to allude to, like, prophetic speech. But now it's, like, good word. The good word mm. is euphemism. So it's kind of these pretty words that we use to dance around a thing. We see tons of euphemisms for death, sex, mm-hmm. bodily waste, injury, all that kind of stuff. And then dysphemism is when you go in the opposite direction and you just, like, go with a derogatory or really unpleasant word, which this is a word I actually didn't know before. Uh, I had kind of, I knew of the concept and that there was a word for it, but I was really glad to be able to actually like learn the word. So mm-hmm. dysphemism, everybody. Dysphemism. Which is actually a really useful word because you can use it for, describes certainly like unpleasant and very confronting words, but it can also be like derogatory slurs, uh, insulting words. It can even be stuff like with names contextually names are so important Mm -hmm. so even taking certain things out of context like a name can be a dysphemism like when i call you david because i'm like making fun of you Uh that's a dysphemism because or when i call you father Mm -hmm. like i don't call you that normally because i'm taking a step outside of the normal even though those are words that describe you in this context they become dysphemisms that makes sense Uh, because normally you just call me dumbass and i don't think that's very nice (laughs) it's very disrespectful yeah it's just kind of dysphemism all around for you that's why i'm dissing you like oh i kind of earned it though i I deserve it That is not true. I do not insult my father. No. I speak to him very kindly. <laughs> you do, you do. Give, it's like, <laughs> oh, their relationship is so wrong. It's deteriorating before our eyes. She's so disrespectful to him. How does he not cry? <laughs> I do. I do listen. I do cry often. After after every uh, recording, he just has sure. to sit by himself in his room and let it and all out sob, for a little sob bit. Sob softly and, 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 and lengthily. <laughs> lengthily? Yeah, I don't know. Well, at great length. At great length. As we're kind of talking about the way that these words kind of fill in a void around them, it's also worth noting that these words change over time. What is polite and what is not shifts over time. And there's actually a word for the mechanism that that takes. So we can think of things like perjuration, which is where words become less acceptable over time. We certainly see Uh this with a lot of things that are perceived as slurs. Um, They may have had a time where they were more acceptable, and then over time people are like, oh, no, that's bad. Don't do that. (laughs) So things grow over time. Sometimes they also shift in the other direction. But there's this really particular phenomenon that uh, Steven Pinker, who's a writer and a professor, noted, uh, and he called it the euphemism treadmill, which is just It's just great. It's got a good sense of humor to it. But it's kind of noting this system of perjuration where because a word for something we can't talk about is associated with that thing, over time it becomes unacceptable, even though it may have been fine at one point. Like the word shit wasn't so Mm -hmm. bad back in the day, but because it denotes something bad over time, it got diluted and like darkened into something Mm -hmm. that we see as inappropriate Mm -hmm. so a new word has to take its place as the acceptable so it's kind of this like politeness arms race where all these (laughs) words have to just keep on gaining more and more words for things in order to be spoken about at all right right Uh, that is interesting there's an author named Hugh Rawson who wrote a book called Wicked Words, and I thought this was a really interesting quote out of that. He noted that in the Rajat's International Thesaurus, there are 89 synonyms for drunk, 
compared to only 16 for sober. 206 synonyms for a bad person compared to 82 for a good person. The synonyms for unchastity in the thesaurus fill 140 lines, occupying exactly four times as much space as those for chastity. For the unchaste woman, 34 synonyms are listed. For unchaste man, 24. (laughs) Yeah. So, oh, it's so interesting thinking of how, like, it's not the fact that people are obsessed with the negatives of life. It's just that we can't talk about it. So these words keep on getting like banned and turned down and like pejorized, pejorized. And so another one keeps on having to, so we're just getting this like Jenga tower of, (laughs) of words to talk about the things that we need to talk about. So I thought that was just a really brilliant, uh, encapsulation of that yeah yeah definitely that's it's wild how language evolves and changes which is why we have this podcast in the first place because we're both very interested in such things exactly and it's it's cool so often we see the words we talk about on this podcast changing because of just linguistic drift or melting pot where we're kind of borrowing from all different languages Mm -hmm. and cultures we see it due to malaprops, where people are just mishearing things, so new yeah. meanings are born. We see it due to a fictional creativity, where something's used in a book and it becomes more popular. This mm-hmm. is the, an interestingly new direction, though, where it's not any of those things. It's just politeness. Right, right. Perceived, <laughs> just driving it forward through time. Which politeness is just so, it's a complete, just social construct, right? It's just decide, people Absolutely. decide they are or they are or they aren't polite. I mean, it doesn't really have any basis in fact. It's just kind of right. what the majority of people think. <laughs> it's the whole thing of politeness is a different thing than kindness. Oh, yeah, very true. Because yep, I've known polite then, people that were not very kind. Oh, yes, absolutely. I have been that person at certain times <laughs> in my life. Yeah, I think yeah. there's it's situational, right? There's times, especially if you've ever worked in customer service, where you can be polite and unkind simultaneously. Because yeah. mm-hmm. uh, I think of kindness as a more baseline reality, whereas politeness yeah. is the decoration on top. Yeah, and I think uh, I know people who have a black belt in politeness. And, and, and that's <laughs> not being polite, but not nice. They have like they're very, very skilled. It's just it's a fascinating thing because our the basic words and sharing of ideas can very much play in the world of politeness, but I feel like actual communication is required for uh, niceness. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you require some level of actual understanding and connection. So yes. it almost cuts deeper than actual words. Words are kind of this topping, and of mm-hmm. course, words words are the road we take to either direction you need it for either Mm -hmm. but it's easy to kind of get lost in the politeness of words and totally disregard meaning so my father Mm. what did you learn today what did you like learning today um the new word which i still don't remember how to say (laughs) i asked you what you learned if you're not (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm trying to learn it. I like the dysphemism. Dysphemism. I like, but again, it it and that's it, why we do the whole podcast in the first place. Is just the idea of like this word has now become unacceptable. It now has been deemed to be offensive. So now we have to figure out a different way to say it. I think that's really interesting, and that we say go to the bathroom. Still, we don't have a good word for the room where you eliminate waste, which is the main mm-hmm. reason we use. That's what it's used for far and away above anything else. And we just we have to 
you, even though we all do that and we all do it every day, you, we've got to think of polite ways to say it because for some reason that's been deemed as being not polite. I think that's interesting. It is. It's an interesting little uh, linguistic conundrum we've all gotten ourselves in. How about you? Uh, I had a good time with this one. I almost did a different thing that was more history focused. And then I kind of came back to this one because I wasn't sure I wanted to do it. And then I just kind of fell into like the linguistic rabbit hole of like the implications of the variety of words. Mm. And I was like, oh, yes, this is what I like. <laughs> like, I like history. I think it's fun and everything. But it feels like I'm trying to pull myself through it. Whereas this, it was just flowing under me and I was just going with it and seeing where it went. So the so, bathroom episode is flowing with you. Okay, great. No, great. That's fantastic. I was really hoping you you weren't going to pick up on that. As yeah. soon as it, I, it left my mouth, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. But <laughs> I forgive you. Mm. But yeah, it was just it was fun. Always fun to kind of look into a new facet of the things I say every day. Yes. Yeah. Why do we why say I the like things we say? This. Yeah, me too. Exactly. Whoa. Hey. Well, if you like the things we say, you <gasps> should review us. You should. You can review us on your listening platform of choice or on Facebook. We have a group on there that you can join to see stuff related to the episodes. I don't think there'll be pictures. Oh, no. I have to. Oh, no. I forgot. What? I have to show you a picture of John Harrington. Oh, cool. Because he's terrifying. <laughs> really? Oh, is he worth and carry a nation? No. Mm. No, he is not. It says downloading. Oh, there he is. Hey. Hey, buddy. <laughs> right? So so he's also a vampire. <laughs> Do you uh, want to describe for the listener what uh, John Harrington looks like? Yes, I do. He uh, has jet black hair. He's got a little bit of a, a, is that a widow's peak, I guess you'd call it, the point in the Mm -hmm. middle there. Um, It's slick back, very dark. Um, He's got dark eyes that seem to want to pierce your soul. Um, He's just a very all-around pointy man. Yeah, he's got pointed mustache, and then he's got a goatee, which is completely to a point. And then he's got the weird uh, neck ruffly, very Victorian age ruffly thing, which I think would get dirty so quickly uh, if you're eating or doing anything. But yeah, he's he's not someone, if you saw, he doesn't have a, a kind face, let's just say that. Yeah, he literally, like, if you took the rough away, he looks like an illustration of the devil, I think. Like, that's oh, what yeah. we talked about a few episodes ago with, like, depictions of Satan. That is it. It's him. It's him. It's, it's yep. John. It's We figured it out. So it turns yeah. out that flush toilets are of the devil. So everybody <sighs> just stopped using those. That's fair. You can review us on your listening platform <laughs> of choice. <laughs> or... Join our Facebook group. Uh, You can leave a review there or just join the community. If you want to leave other kinds of reviews, I did also find a website called Toilet Inspector, which is a website where you can review public toilets from all over the world. That is is really something it was a delight to page through if you have like a few minutes to spare while you're like in a waiting room highly recommend toiletinspector.com okay it's some people have put too much time into this is all i'll say so enjoy that uh (laughs) so you're saying if people have extra time or if they have time to piss away uh they should they uh should they should check that out 
Uh, yeah, and they should also check out the Spotify of uh, Tony Gephardt, who made our theme song. We appreciate him. He makes good music. Thank you, Tony. You should yeah. all definitely spend your time on that. Even mm-hmm. See, there you go. You can listen to Tony's music while you go to ToiletInspector.com and just have mm. a full immersive experience it's with uh, the Watch Your Mouth podcast. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But thank you all for listening. Uh, We will be back sooner rather than later. But in the meantime, I'm Milo. And I'm Dave. Stay curious and carry a hatchet. Mm